Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Hello. <laughs> Hope everybody's okay. Again, good afternoon. Today is September the 23rd, 2017. This is the fourth Saturday in September. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Again, greetings on behalf of our pastor, Reverend Millicent Black. This is Pastor Jones. Storm Church, Ministry of Hope, Encouragement, and Purpose. We seek to serve targeted individuals in North America, and around the world. To our regular members, our new listeners, and our guests, thank you for spending a portion of your Saturday worshiping with us. In addition to our regular worship service, we will celebrate the installation of our very own Reverend Millicent Black as the founding pastor of Refuge from the Storm Church. Congratulations to Pastor Black. Amen. 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 Uh, let me let me um, give you the names of those people that will be serving on our worship service serving team today. Pastor uh, Black is here, but she will be sitting out for the moment. Elder Carolyn Cunningham will serve as our worship leader. Sister Cassandra Lewis is our talk show manager, and on a regular Saturday, she's our music coordinator. Sister Elka Mars will lead our opening song. Sister Linda Jones will lead us in our invitation to discipleship. Minister Juanita Purdy today will do the presentation of occasion and history. And I'm very pleased to let you know we have some guests with us today. Our psalmists are from the Catch on Fire Ministries, 
of Columbia, Tennessee, that pastors Reverend Novella Springett and Myra Buchanan is with them as well, and Minister Juanita Russell. Also, we have with us Reverend Dr. Angela Washington, pastor of Tri Community Church of Omaha, Nebraska. Reverend Washington will do the prayer of installation and our altar prayer. Reverend Dr. Robert E. Jones, pastor of New Hope Evangelical Lutheran Church of Dayton, Ohio, and also Refuge from the Storm mentor, will be the speaker of the hour and will preside over the pastoral installation. A few announcements for the week. Please, please, please plan to attend our Wednesday night Bible study. That's September the 27th, 7 p.m. Central Time. Please check your newsletter or other times according to your time zone. The subject will be Spirit-Filled Heart. From Scripture, Ezekiel, the 36th chapter, the 22nd through the 36th verses. Minister Juanita Purdy, our ministry team, our prayer team leader, would like to continue to invite you all to our Saturday morning prayer team ministry call, and it begins at 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. Now, this coming Tuesday, our Emotional Health and Wellness Ministry will meet and will be led by Elder Carolyn Cunningham, and that's at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I believe that's the correct time. If I have that wrong, um, Elder Carolyn will uh, correct that for me a little later. The title of the meeting will be Cozy, C-O-Z-Y, Home, Enhancing Your Home and Your Heart with Small and lovely details, and she'd like you to know that uh, the group will discuss incorporating small and simple touches in your homes and our daily activities to make our homes and ourselves feel more comfortable and more connected to our immediate environment. So she'd like for anyone that's going to attend just to be thinking about some of those um, any ideas you've incorporated into your home to make it a cozy home, and we can discuss that, especially considering um, some environments that we are exposed to these days. So she's going to talk about cozy home, enhancing your home and your heart with small and lovely details. Please plan to attend. Elder Carolyn Cunningham would also like you to know that she continues to offer devotional and, and Christian books in a gifting ministry. So if you would like to uh, enhance your library or you have need of any devotional, prayer devotionals or a Christian books, she'd be happy to share from her library at no charge. Please check the newsletter or her email address. Please continue to pray for our pastor, 
for other refuge from the storm church members, for exactly for the church universal. Please pray for your immediate families. And don't forget, as I'm sure you all continue to pray for those that are impacted by all the all the natural disasters that are occurring of late. And I would pray that if um, any of us w- was in that particular situation, that we would certainly want others to pray for us. So please pray that all that are involved in those situations um, seek the Father for comfort, comfort and encouragement, and we will continue to pray for them. Uh, let me make a special announcement, uh, especially considering today we have a little bit more going on than normal. I'd ask, uh, lovingly ask you all to please pay special attention to your, any background noise. And if you remember, we are on a, on a public telecommunication system of, of sorts, so any background noise can be heard by all, and we want to make the service as reverent as possible. So please use your mute button as appropriate, and if you're on the program uh, to speak or to sing, you can unmute yourself and mute yourself as needed. I believe that's all the announcements. Please thank you for your attention. And after Sister Mars would have led us in an opening hymn, Elder Carolyn Cunningham will lead us further in our time of worship. To God be the glory. Amen. 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 He Hideth My Soul, and the lyrics are by Fanny Jane Crosby. How wonderful Savior is Jesus my Lord, a wonderful Savior to me. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock, where rivers of pleasure I see. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock that shadows a dry, thirsty land. He hideth my life in the depths of his love and covers me there with his hand. And covers me there with his hand. A wonderful Savior is Jesus, my Lord. He taketh my burden away. He holdeth me up and I shall not be moved. He giveth me strength as my day. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock. That shadows a dry, thirsty land. He hideth my life in the depths of his love and covers me there with his hand. And covers me there with his hand. With numberless blessings each moment he crowns. And filled with his fullness divine, I sing in my rapture, O glory to God, for such a Redeemer as mine. 
He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock that shadows the dry, thirsty land. He hideth my life in the depths of his love and and covers me there with his hand and covers me there with his hand. When clothed in his brightness, transported I rise to meet him in clouds of the sky. His perfect salvation, his wondrous love, I'll shout with the millions on high. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock that shadows a dry, thirsty land. He hideth my life in the depth of his love and covers me there with his hand and covers me there with his hand and covers me there with his hand. May he grant all of us out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit, indwelling our innermost being and personality. Ephesians 3.16 Amen. 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 We have three scriptures today for this very special celebratory day. The first one is taken from the book of Matthew, chapter 20, verses 1 through 16. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right I will give you. So they went. Again he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour, and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle, and said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You also go out, go into the vineyard, and whatever is right you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. And when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more, and they likewise received each a denarius. And when they had received it, they complained against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us, who have borne the burden and the heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. It is, not lo- is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first and the first last. For many are called, but few are chosen. 
Amen. And the second scripture is taken from the book of St. John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 16. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But a hireling, he who is not the shepherd, one who does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and flees. And the wolf catches the sheep and scatters them. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and does not care about the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know my sheep and am known by my own. As the Father knows me, even so I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. The last scripture is taken from 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 11. The elders who are among you I exhort, I who am a fellow elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that will be revealed. Shepherd the flock of God, which is among you, serving as overseers, not by compulsion, but willingly, not for dishonest gain, but eagerly, nor as being lords over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him steadfast 
in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. To him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Thank you, Father God, for giving us this special day to praise and worship you and to thank you for the journey that has led Pastor Milton to this day in which he will be officially and formally installed as pastor of Refuge from Storm Church. We thank you, Father God, for calling her to our special congregation in need of gifted leadership in so many areas. And we thank you through the power of the Holy Spirit for enabling her to receive your call. The participants in this congregation are being healed and nurtured continuously in your ways, Father God, as you continue to provide Pastor Milton with direction through your wisdom and your Holy Spirit. We pray in thanksgiving, Father God, for all that you've done for us, and we ask you to continue to bless us in this ministry. You know all that we need. We ask you to help us to do your will for us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen, amen. Now, Minister Juanita Purdy will present the occasion of the installation of Reverend Dr. Millicent as pastor. That will be followed by a hymn sung by the Catch on Fire Ministries, which includes Pastor Novella Springett, Reverend Myra Buchanan, and Minister Juanita Russell. Now we'll have uh, Mr. Juanita Purdy. The occasion and brief history of Refuge from the Storm Conference Call Church. Its scriptural foundation, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Matthew 11, chapter the 28th verse. The mission statement, to establish a fellowship that will rebuild the relationship between those who have been forced outside the ark of safety of Jesus Christ. Refuge from the Storm Church became a vision in the heart and mind of Reverend Millicent Black in response to the need for a spiritual community for those who had been shut out of the organized church body. An opportunity presented itself for this vision to become a reality in 2015 after Dr. Blight started a Master's of Arts in Christian Ministry degree at United Theological Seminary in Dayton, Ohio. Spiritual formation was a required course in this degree program, and a field experience was mandatory. The development and organization of Refuge from the Storm Church became her field experience. The ministry was to benefit those individuals who have been marginalized by the organized church. Some have been ostracized, rejected, wounded, or otherwise pushed out. 
some left due to shame or other personal issues they felt could not be addressed by their local church body. Reverend Dr. Robert E. Jones, retired pastor of College Hill Presbyterian Church and then director of the Center for Urban Ministries of United Theological Seminary, agreed to be Dr. Black's mentor for this project. Multiple meetings were held to discuss the proposal and gain his approval before a committee was developed to proceed. First, to respond to an invitation for others to join in this vision were Elder Carolyn Cunningham, Gloria Sterling McGill, Reverend Carol Mosby, Reverend Rochelle Jones. Beginning January 2016, Meetings were held weekly to pray and talk about the organization of the conference called Church. Also included in the organization and start of the church were Minister Doris Scott, Reverend Barbara Hassini, and Cassandra Lewis, and Nola Alexander. Refuge from the storm began with the Board of Advisors with Reverend Dr. Robert E. Jones, Minister Kathleen O'Toole, and Minister Janetta Robertson. Following the publication of our first newsletter, the first service of Refuge from the Storm was held on February 27, 2016, on Talk Shoe Conference Call Service. The newsletter issued an invitation to the community of non-consensual government experimentees saying, One of Dr. Black's goal is to minister and pastor targeted individuals who have been isolated from the local church and to offer an option to those unchurched targets who would be led to make a profession of faith through Jesus Christ. The ministry team were Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, acting pastor, Reverend Carol Mosby, Prayer Team Leader, Reverend Rochelle Jones, Psalmist, Gloria Sterling McGill, Administrative Assistant, and Reverend Dr. Robert E. Jones, Mentor. Our first communion service was held on Easter Sunday, March the 5th, 2016, and we have met every Saturday afternoon since February 27, 2016. To God be the glory. A newsletter has been prepared and delivered via electronic mail to a mailing list of over 500 each week since the start of the church. Meeting times are as follows. 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 4 to 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 6 to 7 Eastern Standard Time. Prayer team meeting was held each Thursday night. Times were 7 to 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 to 9 Mountain Standard Time, 9 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 10 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Call-in number was talk you call in at 
1724-444-7444. And the caller ID was 140491 with the pin of 1. The moderator was Reverend Carol Mosby. Today, our parenting meetings are facilitated by Minister Juanita Purdy on Saturday morning at 11.30 Eastern Standard Time. Bible study began Wednesday, April the 20th, 2015 at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Bible study leaders were Minister Barbara Cassini, Minister Wanda Stovall. Today, our Bible study leaders are Sister Lonnie Ogilvie, Minister Juanita Purdy, and Reverend Millicent Black. An emotional wellness support group started on the fourth Tuesday in September 2016 with Mrs. Annie Hardison, retired social worker, acting as our leader assisted by Reverend Black. This support group will reopen on this Tuesday, September 26, 2017, with Elder Carolyn Cunningham serving as leader. The church received the charter from the state of Tennessee in December 2016 and continues to grow as we are in the progress of opening a website under the name of the church. Sister Linda Jones is our web designer. Today, we celebrate the installation of our founder and pastor, Reverend Millicent Y. Black, as official pastor of a Refuge from the Storm Church. In the words of the great writer of the Book of Hebrews, the 12th chapter, the first through third verse. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Look into Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who, for the sake of the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, disregarding his shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who has endured such hostility against himself from sinners, so that you may not grow weary or lose heart. Amen. 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 Now we'll hear a celebratory song from Cats on Fire Ministries. What a
through the gift of Jesus Christ. Would you now welcome Pastor Robert Jones, and let's pray as Pastor Jones comes to tell us what thus says the Lord. And thank you so much, uh, Pastor Jones, for your mentorship. Thank you, for Sister McGill. It is delightful to be here with you again, and so thankful for this special day in which we install Pastor Reverend Dr. Millicent Black as a pastor of the Refugees from the Storm Church. This is an exciting time, and because we have limited time, uh, I'm going to move as swiftly as God will allow, do a short message, and prepare ourselves for the installation service of Reverend Dr. Millicent Black. Exciting time, but let's move with prayer into that. Now, precious God, uh, season my thoughts and my mind and my words with the power of your Holy Spirit. May what I have to say be your words as food for our souls, as food for our souls to enable us and to show us and guide us and direct us in your ways, that it might be blessings to our hear our ears our hearts, and our lives as we listen for your word. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Now today I'd like to kind of quickly move into the message today using the passage of Scripture from Matthew 9, 37 through 38. Matthew 9, 37 through 38. And there it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, that the Lord of the harvest will send out more laborers into his harvest. And I like to use kind of as a subject to get into thinking and talking talking about that a little bit with you and with the Lord's help. God's dissatisfying blessing. God's dissatisfying blessing. How many of you have ever experienced receiving a dissatisfying blessing from God? I want you to think about that. Because most of us readily we would say, God doesn't give dissatisfying blessings. And I agree with you. But sometimes we get into the thinking that we have not received... We have received maybe only half of what we think we deserve or expect. Some of us sometimes struggle with being born as a blessing into this life, but being born to a family that did not show as much love and attention uh, to you as a child as some other families have shown love and attention to their children. Maybe some of us have felt that we were born into a family with less money, less material, less education than some other family that have more money and more materials and more education. And that that blessing of being born was a dissatisfying blessing. Maybe some of us have been born into what we'd call today a dysfunctional family. 
And even some of us to the point of saying we were born, but our bodies were just imperfect. All of these can fall in categories with many of us as dissatisfying blessings. But I want you to note something, that in most of these cases, when it becomes dissatisfying to us, is because we base our satisfaction on comparing it to someone else's blessing. All and God's blessing, as different as they may be, as different as the gifts and blessings of God's may be, all of God's blessings and gifts are good and worthwhile for the glory and for the exaltation of our Lord. And therefore, we should be happy with them. Now, maybe the pro- the problem is that we have some difficulty with our ego and pride and how we handle God's blessing properly. Because the first thing most of us do is to compare our blessing, our gift, with somebody else's. Now, if we had had time, I would have had you to read portions of the story of Jonah. Now, now this is a different kind of dissatisfying blessing because it comes out of a, a religious, a praise God kind of setting. Jonah was so dissatisfied with his blessing, and he had a blessing. Pastors who are listening to this, elders of the Word, do you realize that the sermon that Jonah gave was so great that a whole city of thousands of people, and even said the animals, I don't know how the animals did, but all of them repented. Can you imagine having a blessing of God through you that you could have thousands of people uh, repenting of their sins? But look at Jonah. That was a dissatisfying blessing to him. Primarily, however, because he felt that God did not bless them the way he felt they should have been blessed because they were evil people. They worshipped evil gods. They were in charge of the Israelites and mistreated the Israelites, something terrible. In fact, he was so dissatisfied with God even calling him to go to them, he decided to disobey God and go the opposite direction. And God, as you know, had to catch him and put him in the belly of a whale before he decided he was going to do what God called him to do. And not only that, the last thing that stands out about it is that when God did what God does best is to shower that city of Nineveh with grace and mercy uh, and love, that he was so dissatisfied with that that he said he'd rather die. He'd rather his life be taken away from him. That was an unusual, that was an unbelievable dissatisfying with the blessing of God. Now, can't say more about that, but there's more to be said because we don't have the time. But look at this. Now we come to a parable that Jesus told about 
dissatisfying blessings of God. And the story, the parable he tells is the parable of the workers in the vineyard. How Jesus said this laborer, owner of land, went out and called workers to come and work for him. And he found those at the beginning of the day standing on the corner. And he said to them, come and work in my vineyard. And then he found some, as you know, I don't have time to tell the whole story. You know it. You've heard it in your Sunday school class. And, and, and at the end of the day, when it was time to pay up, the ones who had worked 12 hours noticed that he was paying those that worked one hour and three hours and six hours the same pay. But they could not possibly believe that when they got to hit them, had worked 12 hours in the sun, was going to get the same pay. Their satisfaction at the 12th hour, because, again, they were comparing their blessing with the blessing of those who came late and worked late, later in the field and in the workshop. Well, Jesus had to tell them that what this this laborer said, which was so true, that 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 he was being generous with them out of several concerns. First of all, the laborers were few in the in, in the in, in the vineyard, and he needed to have laborers if it was going to happen the way of We have to keep in mind that God's mission and purpose to those of us in this world is that all be saved. And if it's going to happen, like this worker, this laborer, saying that there needed to be more hands on working in the vineyard, that was his calling because of his love for all people that all be saved and none be lost. Secondly, The pay that was given that day evidently was out of the compassion of God that every person there needed work, that every person possibly had a family that needed a full day's pay so that the family could be taken care of, that the worker could be taken care of, that it was not the just fairness that we today apply but it was God's compassion, God's grace, and God's mercy that motivated this worker to, in this parable to pay still a full length of wages. Now, in closing, let me address and say to you clearly that the text I use uh, is the basic text that goes with this parable, that we need more workers uh, caring for and doing the work in the harvest of God's kingdom vineyard. And I'm so thankful today that we are going to be celebrating the, uh, the installation of Reverend Dr. Black because she and the refugees, refugees from the Storm Church is another 
group of workers now, all those who've been volunteering and helping to get this thing going, and it's going now, all are part of this new group of persons who have come, given their gifts and their talents to this harvest where the work is plentiful and the laborers are few. So let us get prepared to go into this celebration, remembering that we're not going to be dissatisfied with whatever blessing we have because it may not be what somebody else has because God gives different gifts to different people. So let us move into this, thanking God for this new group of laborers that may not have been laboring like churches that have been in business for years, but we're a new church. We're new on the block. But thank be to God that God is going to bless us and give to us that which we need to do his work, and God is thankful for us doing it and going to move us forward. We're going to move forward just like the one that's been on the battlefield all their lives, and we're going to serve him and give him thanks to God for that. Amen. 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 Thank you, Amen. Reverend Jones, for your very inspiring words Amen. of God speaking through you to us. Now Amen. we will have the response to the word and the invitation to Christian discipleship by Sister Linda Jones. That will be followed by another praise song by the Catch on Fire Ministries. Amen. Hi. The call to discipleship is an invitation to rest. For those seeking to begin living their life with Christ, we sincerely hope your response to the word that has been that has preceded here today is to say yes to God. Or perhaps there are some who would like to renew their covenant and walk with God. We invite you also to join in praying the sinner prayers, the sinner's prayer here today. Please bow and repeat these words. Heavenly Father, I know I'm a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sin and that you raised him to life. I want to trust him as my Savior and follow him as my Lord from this day forward. Guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. If if you prayed this prayer and desire to join this church family in biblical teachings and spiritual growth, we invite you to email us and leave a message. The email address is refugefromstorm2016 at yahoo.com or refugefromstorm at aol.com. And we also welcome you to consider becoming an active member of this church along with finding a local Bible-based church in your area for additional Christian fellowship, corporate prayer, and biblical teachings. And for your personal growth in the Lord, may we suggest our dailybread.org, Charles Stanley's In Touch Ministry, the Decision Magazine offered by Billy Graham Ministry, and drdavidjeremiah.org. May God bless you and keep you. Thank you.
and we call on men and women of faith so that in the end every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God, our Heavenly Father and Parent. Now, Reverend Black, Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, God has called you by the voice of the church to serve Jesus Christ in a special way. You know who you are and what we believe and think of you and love you. And we under- do you understand the work for which you have been chosen? We assure you do. So therefore, you trust in Jesus Christ, your Savior, acknowledging him Lord of the world and head of the church, and through him believe in one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If so, say, I do. I do. Do you accept the scriptures of the Old and New Testament to be by the Holy Spirit the unique and authoritative witness to Jesus Christ in the church universal and God's word to you? Will you be instructed by this word? If so, say, I will. I will. Will you be a minister in obedience to Jesus Christ under the authority of Scripture? Do you and will you endorse the church and its government and our bylaws of the uh, church refugee from the storm church? If so, say that I will. I will. Will you govern the way you live, the way you live, by following Jesus Christ, loving neighbors, working for the reconciliation and salvation of the world? If so, say I will. I will. Will you seek to serve the people with energy and with intelligence and imagination? Do you remember? Do you? Agree and encourage and and work with uh, your fellow workers in the church to serve Jesus Christ in the way God calls us to serve one another. If so, say, I will with the help of God. I will with the help of God. Having heard this, church members, friends, trustees, who will be working, I charge you to be a spiritual community of love. You should also be a community where care and compassion is abound. The ministry of care and compassion is to be, is not to be simple a job description uh, that we hold the pastor to. It is the job description of an entire church. Therefore, I call upon you and charge you to eagerly accept the leadership of our pastor. I I charge you to foster creativity and imagination in our pastor. I charge you to respect and work with individuals in positions of authority and to work with all staff and those who are Uh, uh, those who are lay leaders of the church, I charge you to be committed 
to the Christian education of all at all ages, I charge you to regularly demonstrate love, care, compassion for the total welfare of the church, of the pastor, and the pastor's family. I finally charge you to joyfully embrace change and and work with whatever changes are necessary that God's will will be done. If you accept this and concur with these charges, say we accept and we will. We accept and we will. Reverend Millicent Black, on this day, the 23rd of September, 2017, I am with great appreciation and thankfulness and honor to declare this act of installation to happen. And now at this time, I call upon the pastor Washington, if you will uh, pray the prayer of installation and invite all of you to just maybe point your hand towards your cell phone, your computer, whatever way, whatever way you are hearing this message, stretch your hand out and ask God to hear this prayer and bless it of installation for Reverend Dr. Millicent Black as pastor of the Refugee from the Storm Church. Hear this prayer and pray with him and with her. Let us pray. We praise you, eternal God, because you have called us in your infinite love to be priestly people, offering to you acceptable worship through Jesus Christ our Lord. The apostle and the high priest, the shepherd and the bishop of our souls, we thank you that by dying, Christ has overcome death and having ascended into heaven, has poured forth gifts abundantly on your people, making some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry and to build Christ's body, the church, and to fulfill your gracious purpose in this world. Lord, pour upon Pastor Black, the Holy Spirit, for the office and the work of an elder and a leader and a pastor in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And gracious God, give to her, your servant, the grace and the power that she needs to serve you in this ministry so that your people may be strengthened and your name glorified in all the world. Make her faithful, a pastor with patience and a teacher in a wise counsel. Enable her to serve without reproach, to proclaim the gospel of salvation, to administer the sacraments of the new covenant to order the life of the church, and to offer with all your people spiritual sacrifice acceptable to you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forevermore, give us strength, give us power and dominion. Let her lead with the confidence that you have given us through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let her be able to take this Bible and read the word of God and present it to people. Let her be able to take the cup of salvation and present it to her congregation for the bread and the cup of the covenant with uh, sacraments. Let her be able to take the holy oil and anoint her people for holiness and for wisdom. 
We claim each and every good gift that you have given her. In Jesus Christ's name, we stand with her. We pray for her. We we give ourselves unto her because she is the shepherd that you are called for this time and for this reason. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray. And let all of us that are believe that God is with her and that will lead her. Say amen and amen. 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 Now, uh, uh, Dr. Black, if you will pray this one-sentence prayer with us, uh, following, I will do the lead if you would pray the word following. God, our Father, God, our Father, you have called, chosen me, you have chosen me. Now give me strength. Now give me strength. Wisdom, wisdom, and love, and love, to work for the Lord Jesus Christ. To work for the Lord Jesus Christ. For the salvation of the world. For the salvation of the world. Amen. Doctor, Doctor Millicent Black, uh, you are now installed as the minister. For the Refuge from the Storm Church. Whatever you do, in words or deeds, everything in the name of our Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father through him. Amen. And God bless you in your ministry. Amen. Thank you, Doctor. Thank you. Amen. Now we'll hear a praise song from Captain Fire Ministries. Hallelujah. 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 
Lord, we need a generation of believers who are not ashamed of the gospel. We need an army of believers, Lord, that hate to be lukewarm and will stand on your word above all else. Raise them up, Lord. Raise them up. I pray for unity among those that love you. I pray that you open their eyes so that they can see your truth, Lord. I pray for your hand of protection and guidance. Raise up a generation, Lord, that will take light into this world, that will not compromise when under pressure, that will not cover, cover, and they won't cower down, Lord, when others fall away. Raise them up, Lord, that they will proclaim that there is salvation in the name of your Jesus Christ. Raise up warriors, Lord, who will fight on their knees, who will worship you with their whole heart. Lord, Call us to battle that we may proclaim King of kings and Lord of lords. I pray these things with all my heart. Raise them up, Lord. Raise them up. God bless every person that has participated in this service this day. Bless every home and every family member, God, I pray. In the name of Jesus, God, continue to call us to the battlefield, God. And I thank you that we don't go alone. We remind you, oh God, that we're just like the host of God in the season of Israel, but we have no power against this mighty multitude. And we don't know what to do, God, but our eyes are on you. And God, we remind you that just like you said to Moses and just like you said to Jehoshaphat, the battle is not ours, but it's yours. Help us, oh God, as you raise us up to stand until the battle is over in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank Amen. you, Lord. Hallelujah. Y'all, the prayer is over, I promise you. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Now, for those of you who desire prayer and personal ministry, our invitation is that you always stay on the line after the call is ended, after the recording is ended, and we'll be happy to pray with you. Uh, Reverend Jones, are you able to stay with us? Uh, just for a few minutes, probably. Okay, if not, then, then we can take over. Sister Juanita, are you still here? Mm-hmm. I don't hear, but that's okay. So, uh Sister Cassandra, if you're in the recording. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.